Hello, and welcome to Reel Number 9 of The Usual's Real Reviews, where we discuss the news, rumors, and trailers of our favorite and upcoming movies. I'm your host, Will, and with me is my hetero life mate, Marshall. What's up, bro? What's up? How much? This is our second episode of the night. Yeah, we're uh, we're two-timing. We're two-timing, yeah. Is that, is that a thing? <laughs> Sounds like we're cheating on each other. Oh, we're cheating with each other. Well, there's also a dog in the room, so true. that's awkward. All right, well, this is a great opportunity for us to enjoy the same <laughs> frosty beverage, so tonight we are imbibing. Oh, yeah, so we are drinking um, Lagunitas uh, Hop Stupid Ale, one of my very favorite, um, very hoppy, very high alcohol beautifulness uh, from Lagunitas. It is a hoppy mess, and actually, I prefer your hoppy drinks. I actually prefer warmer. All right, moving on. Go ahead. All right, so now that we're drinking our Hop Stupid Ale, which is very uh, apropos for Marshall tonight, mm-hmm. uh, we want you to imagine that you're joining us for a frosty beverage in your favorite theater as we turn down the house lights and start the show. I feel like you insulted me, but I'm going to let it go. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, great. All right, well, we have quite a bit of movie news, but it's just a lot of quick little uh, uh, little bits of information here. So we'll, we'll be able to fly through this. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I was looking through all the things I've been compiling because it's been a couple weeks. Or actually, it's been several weeks since we've done this show. But it's mostly just like little things that are coming soon. All right, so we finally got a name and release date for the new Bad Boys movie. What well, do you think about this? What else were they going to call it? Yeah, it's called <laughs> Bad Boys for Life. I am so amped for this movie. I'm actually surprised. This it, It's actually spelled out F-O-R-L-I-F-E. I'm yeah. surprised it's not for the number with L-Y-F-E. Yeah. Well. That that, that would have been so early 2000s. Yeah, it would have been a little, uh, maybe kind of lame, especially the fact that it's not coming out until 2018. Um, well, yeah, well, they've got the name first. So. Yeah, it's coming out in January 2018. Um, I'm amped for this movie. I love the Bad Boys movies. Oh, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. So the second one, I love the first one, but the second one, oh, man, just... Oh, I, just I love it. the scene in the, I believe it was the second one, when they're shooting uh, with the drag out with the, the Rasta people. Yeah. And they're shooting through the walls <laughs> yeah, and everything. That's great. And it's just that, that, that 360 that spinning shot. Keep going. It, I mean, I get a little sick watching it, but it's very, it, it's one of my favorite uh, Michael Bay uh, um, film sequences. I love Michael Bay stuff. He did um, Face Off too, right? No, that's John Woo. Is that, oh, that is Woo. Okay. I like that movie too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like Face Off as well. I like um, Face Off. <laughs> You know, I'm sure I've mentioned it Sorry, before. I'm tangenting all there the is a there. great um, epic rap battles of history episode. So find it on YouTube. But it's uh, where it's um, Alfred Hitchcock versus Steven Spielberg. <laughs> but then it also gets uh, Stanley Kubrick comes in and Quentin Tarantino comes in, oh, and then funny. Michael Bay comes in at the end. Oh, that's great! It's freaking hilarious. Oh, I like Michael Bay. Yeah, so check it out. He actually, you know where he got to start? He his, he first started directing the Got Milk commercials. Oh, really? Back in the early 90s. He's the one that does all the Transformers movies, though. Yeah, mm. but he, he did The Rock. He did I love The Rock. lots of good stuff. So, the Rock is great. All right. Um, Fast 8 is now finishing filming this week, and the trailer is going to be coming in December. Nice. I can't wait for that, too. Happy, I- happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. I need to catch up on um on those movies. We've talked about it. Yeah, they are really entertaining, and I'll definitely sit down with you one weekend. We'll just power through them. Indeed. Um, oh, maybe that's what we do if we work on the stuff uh, in October. We can oh, yeah. watch the movies at night. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, oh, this is great. So, Ocean's 8. Yeah, they're doing a, a gender-swapped Ocean's movie, uh, very similar to what they do with like Ghostbusters, but right. this actually looks really intriguing. Well, and Bullock's in it. Yeah, and they've announced the cast. 
Um, yeah, so the cast. At this point, the cast is still fluid. While there aren't any confirmed cameos from the original cast, Ocean's Eleven director Steven Soderbergh will be producing the film. Um, so there's that. So Warner Bros. is working hard to solidify deals with Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Rihanna, Helen Bonham Carter, Mindy, uh, Mindy Kaling. Kaling, and hmm, Aqu- Aquafina. Or or Nora Loom. I don't know who that is. And Aquafina is a water. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. That not spelled that way. <laughs> not spelled this way, but I mean, did she like see the water or her parents like saw I like I don't know. I, I'm making fun of someone that's probably a good actress. Maybe she's getting paid by Coke. It's possible. Wait, Coke owns Dasani. Aquafina. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that's gonna be Pepsi. All right. Um so We yeah, don't know. No, I'm way. just excited because you know it it'll be interesting. Yeah, no, this is going to be cool, man. I love those Oceans movies. Um, I'm a real big fan of the original Oceans 11, honestly. The other ones were good, too, but that first movie I could watch anytime. Are you talking about the original with Matt Damon and... Yeah, I'm talking about Matt Damon. Okay, not the original with Frank Sinatra. No, dude. I don't know. I'm talking about... (laughs) (sighs) Brad Pitt. Did I say original Oceans 11? What I meant was... I like the one with Clooney. Right. And Oh, it's phenomenal. And those guys. Yeah, and it's really good. An incredible cast. Mm. Cheetle? And actually, one Cheetle? Th- Cheetle's fantastic on. in it. One thing actually, and you know, I'm actually not one for I'm not a clothes horse. Obviously, I mean I wear t shirts and jorts almost every day. But um, That's important. It is important. But I think they could really, really uh delve into costuming with this cast. Indeed. Which they they kind of did on Ocean's uh, eleven as well, because you saw you know, Brad Pitt in his button-up shirts and Clooney was in his suits and it was very cool, very, very dashing. Well, then you had the twins, not the twins. You had the brothers. Yeah, um, Scott Conn and, and Changing Casey outfits Netflix. every five yeah. seconds, which is kind of funny. Um, I hope, I hope, here's the one thing I hope. They have to have a character like Brad Pitt who's in every scene eating something. Like, okay, just well, to pay it's not every scene. It's every scene when he's not actually on the job. Right, when he's not on the job. Right. But, Come on. It's always chips like or nachos. nachos. It's like just a non on something. Absolutely. It's just so funny. It's really, really funny. All right. Um, we have some Assassin's Creed movie news. Um, the Assassin's Creed movie will include um, game characters, which is, I think, really good. So if you play those movies, play those movies. If you play those games, hopefully you see some familiar faces, right? Very cool. Um, I think the really cool thing is there's a new featurette that's been released, and it reveals that there's a 125-foot leap of faith. I did a leap of, leap of faith. But take a hundred feet off. Yeah, it was like twenty five feet. <laughs> and they wouldn't let me do the flip thing. No. <laughs> so let's check this out real quick. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So we just watched the featurette uh basically highlighting the stunt double. Fast bender stunt double. Yeah. So they did in stages. They okay, did. Yeah, well they, they don't tell you they're doing it in stages. So they, they get up there and he's like, right. Oh, this is it. And then he says the first jump. I'm like, what? So the first, so he has to do this multiple times. And we're like looking, okay, this is really, really high. Yeah. So they do like little, little charts and stuff. We have a link in the show notes, but it's like, so he goes from 70 feet, then 90 feet, and then 125 feet. That's insanity, dude. Dude, insanity. it's like almost 13 stories. That's insane. Oh. Anyway, that movie looks phenomenal. It does look really good. I can't <laughs> wait. That's right. coming out in November, right? Uh, it's coming out soonish. Let's find out. I don't remember. If it's coming out in November, I'm just absolutely amped. December 21st. Okay. And it says right here, he hit the bag going 45.7 miles per hour. That's going to be a noob. Couldn't pay me enough. No. I actually probably would do it. No. With a big bag down there, dude. No. <laughs> I did the leap of faith. It was 25 feet. It's going to 20... sound like I'm saying noob. <laughs> no, but 
at San Diego Comic Con. That was I got that T-shirt. I was yeah. wearing it the other night. And you jump off. I think it was twenty feet, not twenty-five. But still, they wouldn't let you do the flip. But you jump. You had to jump into a giant bag. You know, and the like, bag is like inflated. It's like ten feet up. This you're only jumping like no, 15 no, no, feet. no, no, no. It was twenty feet to the bag. Okay, seriously, it was. I watched people do it for hours before I finally did it. And it gives you the little. Uh, oh yeah, and it's like you're you're holding, you're hanging there in the air, and then you hit the bag. It was it was fun as hell. Well, anything about it, you know the Olympics are just wrapping up right now, and yeah. you know they have they they you know the three meter springboard but they have the 10 meter high dive that's 30 feet into water yeah i wouldn't do that no not mostly because so the ending is water and that's no fun yeah well you know, <laughs> i don't do water no you don't do water <laughs> let's move on all right well it looks like they're going to be doing a new Holmes and watson movie and it's a comedy of course but oh, it's, that'd be fun. it's going to be with uh, will ferrell and john c Riley of stepbrothers fame that sounds amazing it does sound really fun <laughs> Um, okay, if you oh, if God, you follow Nerdist go. News at all, you know yesterday Jessica Chobot went off on them doing a Clue remake. Um, you're talking to a guy here who loves the original Clue movie. I mean, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I remember watching it when I was you're a You're talking kid. to one guy who loves the original Clue movie. Have you never seen it? I saw it. Parts of it. It's phenomenal. Yeah, that's all right. It's awesome. <laughs> Just messing with you. Um, it's ahead. great. Well, it looks like... Um, I think it's Universal wants yeah. to do it, and uh, they want to turn it into a globe-trotting adventure movie. I'm like, that is not Clue. It's not how Clue works. Clue is like in a building, and if you've somebody ever the game. It's like a murder mystery. There's you try to figure out who done it. Exactly. I it's, mean, we can't we can't do justice to argument against it. I mean, I'm a huge Clue fan. Just don't call it Clue. Exactly. Call it something else. Call Go. it Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah, I think I, I, I <laughs> the link I put in here is to um is to the Nerdist News uh, episode of Jessica Chobot. Watch it. She went off. It's great. She's awesome. Um, you know, in, in the vein of them doing a whole bunch of theatrical-themed live-action movies, uh, they are doing The Nutcracker. And it looks like Keira Knightley is going to be playing the Sugar Plum Fairy. What's the medium here? It's going to be a movie? It's going to be a movie. Interesting. Yes. I don't think I'm going to see that movie. No, not so much. <laughs> um, also, uh, Johnny Quest, which I believe you're Johnny yeah, Quest fan. I right? like Johnny Quest, dude. They are doing a movie, and hopefully it'll set it up for a franchise. Oh, I hope so. Johnny Quest is great, dude. I remember my, it's wildly my, racist, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I was talking to Josh about something today that it's just like, you know, when you go to like these, I can't remember what we were talking about. It was some movie or something from the 80s. And it's just how much racism. Oh, we were talking about the WWF back in the day. Oh, yeah. With with Iron Sheik. Like Iron the- Sheik. You get uh, um, Junkyard Dog. Yep. With, you know, the, the black guy. You get Sergeant Slaughter. You get um, all these guys. And it was just so wildly racist. Sorry to go on a tangent. Oh, but, no. It totally is. But honestly, like um, Johnny Quest, you have just like, you get the Indian guy. You got the yep. stuff. Of course, he's got a turban yep. and all this stuff. And anyway, it's I, I'm interested to see how they would do it. So I mean, yeah. I'm intrigued because I like Johnny Quest. Yeah, definitely be interesting. Um, and obviously Johnny Quest is a, 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 um, forerunner of, of Archer. I mean, it heavily oh, influences absolutely. Archer. I For mean, sure. Johnny Quest influences C Lab, which influences Archer. C Lab is brilliant. Yeah. Um, Chris Evans is going to be stepping out of the Marvel mode for a while, and it looks like he is being considered from the BBC to do their, uh, film hmm. version of, uh, Jekyll. Interesting. That'll be an interesting role. Yeah, for well, him. Jekyll's been on Broadway for a while. I don't know if it's going to be the same exact story if they're going to stick with the Robert Louis Stevenson book. Yeah, but they've had a Broadway show. BBC actually had a show that ran for a while, um, which was very good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, huh. it'll be. It should be good. That's cool. Um. Speaking of video game movies, though, Uncharted is finally uh, going to be hitting the ground running. Um, About time. 
It is, and it looks like Joe Carnahan is going to be writing, and Joe Carnahan is of uh, A Team fame. Oh, nice. Okay, the A Team movie, and Uncharted is cinematic in its in and of itself. Just oh, of as as the game plays, it's very cinematic. So it, I feel like it was kind of only a matter of time before they did a movie. And again, this could be a, you know a franchise very Indiana Jones like. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's basically almost a cross between Assassin's Creed and Indiana Jones. Indeed, because obviously the. Um, the main character is a descendant of Sir Francis Drake. Right. Right. Uh, the Simpsons, uh, they're, they're discussing a sequel for the Simpsons movie. What, like 15 years later? I know, right? So <laughs> Speaking of, here's, uh, and I find this will be an, this will be a tangent worth talking about. Um, I, I think, you know, we're talking about the delay in continuing a franchise or coming yes. back to a franchise like Ghostbusters or something like that. And honestly, you know what it is. It's the fact that Everything is a franchise. Everything is a, everything, everything is, is a, a universe. Yeah. So what they want to do is they want to make sure that they can go back to this brand and keep it going. Yes. So if they reboot something, you know, like if they come back to the Simpsons and it's successful, then when and if, and I imagine it's only a matter of time when they stop making the show. Right. You know, they can, can they right can now, do. I think it's signed through 2020 or 2022. Wow. Like. That far. Okay. But they can still continue to do. They can do movies. Like if this movie yeah. takes off, the first movie was great. I enjoyed it. Um, but you know, if they decide to do this movie and they do it well enough, then when the show stops, they can just do movies, kind of like Futurama did before it got picked up again. And X Files, indeed. Yeah. So, um, uh, this makes sense to me. So I'm in, and I'm really in on the next one. I'm letting you take it. Oh, so Jeff Bridges wants to do a Big Lebowski sequel. I don't think there's a day that goes by where I, I work with a history. Uh, I, I work with a lot of other teachers, but one of my buddies is a history teacher. And I talk to this guy all the time. You know, we kind of BS uh, on our breaks and stuff. One of our mutual favorite movies is The Big Lebowski. And there's almost never a day where we don't quote that movie. You guys reference it all the time. All the time. And there was a, a time in my life um, when I was with uh, one of my exes and... <sighs> I, I, I wore them. I wore that VHS out. Like I would just every night I'd put the VHS in there and didn't matter what we were doing. We we're partying, hanging out or whatever. That would just be on the background. I've yep. watched that movie probably as almost as much as I've watched Star Wars. Oh, wow. And I love the Big Lebowski. So if Jeff Bridges wants to do it, I say figure out a way to freaking do it, but do it right. Yeah. And it all comes down do to it, it right. now before we lose John Goodman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, I'm not saying that he's going to die or something, no. but I'm saying like, while John Goodman is still brilliant and awesome and yes. able to do that role, that he makes that movie. Honestly. Oh, he does. He absolutely makes that movie. So that's my rant. Uh, hopefully they don't bring back Tara Reid, though. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, if honestly, if the dude comes back and oh, and if and Buscemi comes back as Donnie, oh, I'm so in. Dude abides. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Well, uh, you know, Lego is just exploding everywhere, and the Ninja Go movie is uh, has solidified some of its cast, and it looks like it's going to include Jackie Chan, Michael Pena, who stole the Ant Man movie. Yeah, he did. So uh, great. Olivia Munn and many others. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in. I always say nin- Ninjago. That's just me. Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. That's just I how I was Ninja Go. That's how I've always Ninjago. Said it. There we Ninjago, go. Ninjago, but. I don't care how it's pronounced. Uh, the Lego movies are great. We watched the, um, the Batman Lego trailer. It was um, hilarious. The last time we did this, and it's just so funny. Um, at some point, I'm going to drop a Big Lebowski reference, just so you know. That was fine. Continue. 
Um, there, as we uh, talked about before, the Dark Tower started filming, and the first footage is going to debut in October. Do you know how excited I am for this movie? You're very excited for this movie. Plus, it has Idris Elba in it and Matthew McConaughey. It's going to be good. Not only did they put a black lead, but it's also one of my, my hands down, my favorite Stephen King. I know, it's going to be a black gunslinger. <sighs> Thank you, Stephen King and whoever's making this movie. Awesome. I'm excited. Um, it looks like they're going to be bringing back Chronicles of Narnia. Way too late. No, okay. I'm going to argue I'm against joking. you on I'm, this. I'm, I'm no, joking. no, no. It's totally fine because it actually has been like seven years since the last one. At least. Something right? like that. Because they did, they did the first two. They did, no, they've done three. Oh, that's right. They, they did, they the did the, the Prince the one too. Yeah, that's and right. the Prince Caspian. Yeah. This is going to be the Silver Chair. Now, the difference with the Narnia Chronicles, the Chronicles of Narnia. There you go. Is that, um, the timeline is so fluid. It is. And there are decades into between some of the books. And so taking a break can make sense. Yeah. No, I'm with you, dude. Because I... Prince Caspian was the last movie and it's Prince Caspian who's young. Right. Silver Chair takes place when he's King Caspian and it's like his kid. So it's now years later. Right. And I'm, I, I'm totally fine with this. I, I, I really enjoyed those movies. I really enjoyed the books as a kid. Um, and I enjoyed the movies just because it was just, it's just pure fantasy. And I love fantasy. It's not the dark, dark fantasy I like, right. but it was definitely just. It, it is good. And fantasy. there is way too many Christian overtones for me, but that's the way C.S. Lewis wrote. Oh, yeah. No, but I mean, they but, had to keep that because. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. that's basically. It's just the, the way it is. Basis it's the whole the basis of the book. Yeah. And a lot of people forget in the first Chronicles of Narnia book, yeah, James McAvoy. Mm. as the as the uh the the fawn mm-hmm. and not the fawn the uh the fawn yeah fawn unless you're talking about one of the centaurs no it no, was the fawn. fawn yeah yeah so uh so it'll be cool to have it back i would really like them to actually bring in uh you know there was kind of a happy medium between c.s lewis's narnia and lord of the rings right in a great series of books called the chronicles of pridane huh. by um uh, Lloyd Alexander, and it was basically it's known for the yeah. the Black Cauldron. Yeah, Cauldron. Yeah, totally. Um, but it started with the Book of Three, Black Cauldron. No, I like those. All too. those, they're phenomenal. Yeah. And the only uh, the only representation we've had is the cartoon from Disney, which is Not, hard to find. Yeah, and that it was good. Yeah, but it's just. It's. I want to. I want. I would like. You know. That would be a brilliant that was a video game too. That was one of the first video games I ever played. That would be a brilliant uh, Netflix show. Oh, good. Good right? call. Okay. You're winning. Uh, we have a couple of Fantastic Beasts <laughs> and Where to Find Them news. Uh, they're casting um, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Uh, well, let me bring this up because I don't remember who that is. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Oh, um, that's right. She was yeah, in yeah. Mad Max and she was, she was also Max. in the Divergent movies. Yeah. She's a good actress. You know, good. Bringing in more talent. Indeed. That's awesome. Um, And they already have a... A date for the sequel. Gee, I wonder why. It's because everything is a franchise. Well, it's already built on yeah, a franchise, well, so yeah. it's coming. But it's supposed to be a trilogy, and it looks like the sequel will be coming in uh, uh, November sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. Yep, there we go. So another two years. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly more excited about the Fantastic Beast movies than I was about any Harry Potter movie. Well, yeah, well, it takes place in New York in the twenties, which I think is a phenomenal setting, and I think that's probably why. Um, so that'll be great. Uh, we have a last bit of movie news here, and I think this is really interesting. Yeah, and this might bridge the the gap between this conversation we have now and the conversation we're inevitably going to have when we do the Universal, when we yes. actually do our review of the Suicide Squad. Yes. Well, Jared Leto, 
um, who I thought was who I thought was really good in Suicide Squad. I actually liked him too. Um, I was actually because I was one of those who I was a naysayer when we first saw him, and I'm yeah. like, that is not going to work out. Yeah. And he actually was a good anchor to the movie. I liked it. I I really I really enjoyed him as well. And we'll talk more about it when we review the film or we talk about the film in general. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he deserves the flack that he is getting. I think the problem with that, and I'm just going to say this one thing. I think the problem that why he's getting so much flack is because he was hyping it up so much about how he was going so deep in the character yeah, and all well, that stuff. They, they just they cut a whole bunch of his scenes. Yeah, and then when you cut the scenes and you only get him a couple times, it's like, all right, well, yeah. I guess you're the well, Joker. We'll, yeah, we'll get more into it into uh, in our universal. Usual. Right, sorry, but the reason we're talking about it um, is that Jared Leto has not been cast in the Blade Runner sequel. Did I say I was excited about this movie because I am? Uh, yeah, well, it is right. It's I mean, it's your dark sci-fi. It's mm-hmm. right up your alley. Indeed, I'm in. Um, and I think it's gonna be fine. I don't care what the cast is. It's gonna be fine. Exactly. Um, all right, I'll let you take this first one. TV time. Um, so I was a Deep Space Nine fan. You um, were back in the day. Um, so this when this piece of news came up, I was like, oh, this is kind of sad. And then I was trying to figure out which character it was because I'm not necessarily familiar with Barry Jenner, but Barry Jenner has died. Okay. And that's really the, what's happening. He was, he was on Deep Space Nine. I think it was for 12 episodes. Um, and he, but he was also in a bunch of other stuff too. Um, and so when we talk about sad news, um, I, I, I try to like dive down the rabbit hole and make sure I know what else he was in. One of the things that jumped out at me is he was in Dallas. Okay. And, um, he was most fans. It says most fans know Jenner from his role on Dallas as Dr. Jerry Kenderson. Okay. And, and, and family matters where he appeared as Carl Winslow's Lieutenant, uh, Murtaugh. I think that's where I know him. Yeah. From. That makes more sense. And I, I, I watched Deep Space Nine so long ago. And the way this article is written, it's like, Oh, this great actor from Deep Space Nine died. But, this other stuff for me is, is, is where I know him from. And this is, it's super sad. Um, he was 75 years old. He was, uh, fighting acute, um, um, I don't know how to say it, myeloid leuke- leukemia. Um, and he died at Sear Cyanide Medical Center in, in Los Angeles. So, um, it, it's, it's really, really sad. Um, and at the same time, he was in a ton of other stuff. Um, but I know him from, I think I know him best from Family Matters. Yeah. I watched that show every friday night on tgif with my parents and my family every week i love that his character name was murtaugh and because <laughs> that's the uh the danny glover uh character name from oh, the was, weapon. Huh? that's right murtaugh and it's funny because the 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 guy who played the dad in family matters yep actually appears in as a cop in um girl meets world oh okay? does he and he's been in the last few episodes, and he plays. Well, he that was also the cop in Die Hard. In Die Hard, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I guess I haven't watched Die Hard in a long time. But the point is, yeah, he's the one that talks to uh, um, okay. Bruce Willis on the walk. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the reason I'm bringing up the Girl Meets World thing, and I know I'm tangenting, I know That's I'm fine. dragging this out, but I'm bringing the Girl Meets World thing up because when I see that character, when I see him, I remember Family Matters. When he was a cop there, too. And the, and the cool part about it is he plays a cop in that show. And I watch Girl Meets World because I loved Boy Meets World, and my kids love Girl Meets World. Right. And we all watch as a family. It's a great show. So, But when that cop shows up, he is enforcing the law but also understanding that people make mistakes. Right. And he's also doing these really heartfelt things. And it's, it's really nice to see. 
Um, but that's where I know him. Well, from. he belongs in TGI Friday. He, he really does. And um, so all and and I'm not saying all this because this this guy's death reminded me of all right. that stuff. So um, so obviously as as Kevin Smith says, big bucket of win. I just think that this guy this guy is wonderful, and I, I'm sorry to see him go. Absolutely. All right. All right, we've got quite a bit of uh, American Horror Story news, and we're actually not going to talk about a lot of it. It's just there's a lot of teasers that we put in here. We're not going to watch them. They're all 15 seconds long. They're all really super creepy. Very American Horror Story. And see, um, I don't watch the show. Do you You watch the show? Uh, I watched uh, seasons one, two, and three. Okay. I skipped four because the whole circus thing I thought was weird. But oh, I do want to watch season terrifying. five because uh, the hotel season is supposed to be fantastic. That sounds cool. Yeah. Lady Gaga won an Emmy for it. Okay. Um, or Golden Globe. I can't remember which one. This one is uh like it's taking place out in the woods because it's supposed to be based around Slenderman. Oh, that sounds terrifying. Very terrifying. And I'm out. It, it looks really, really creepy. I rarely um, say that. But it's coming out September fourteenth. Cool man. Is when the new season starts. So keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Um Mr. Robot is in the middle of its second season. It's just been renewed for season three. That's awesome. You uh, have to watch it. Yeah, I know. I I'm that's probably the next one I'm gonna get uh, the wife to watch. We have, we're behind on a couple other things, but um we're looking for something. It is so. so bingeable. Yeah, good. All right. Um, Westworld, um, which is another great fantasy wor- whole world sort of thing, uh, has been in the works at HBO for a long time. It's going to premiere uh, October second. This was the one that got that got a lot of buzz around. I think last year's Comic Con when they were casting because it was requiring a whole bunch of people to be nude. Exactly, and so that happened. And then um, I'm actually really excited about this 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 show. So. Yeah. I can't wait for this to happen. And that's happening, shoot, in a couple months. Yeah, October 2nd. And George R. R. Martin's Wild Cards is headed to television. I'm not familiar with Wild Cards. Uh, okay, everyone knows George R. R. Martin from Game of Thrones. But Obviously. he didn't start watch, read, uh, writing Game of Thrones until the 90s. Um, the the Wild Cards, he's been writing those for decades. Okay. And they, it's a really long-running series that he's been re- uh, writing um, you know, much shorter books than the, uh, than the Game of Thrones books, right. obviously. Um, but it's very, very popular among his, uh, longtime fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says, uh, his edited shared superhero universe wildcards headed to Universal Television. Awesome. Cool. Good to know. I'm excited. Yep. So that should be cool. Speaking of Game of Thrones, uh, season eight has been officially confirmed as the last season. And Which we knew. Yeah. And we've it's talked about gonna this. It's going to be seven episodes just like season seven. So it yeah. looks like there's only 14 episodes left. Yeah. So we've talked about this quite a bit and that is not enough episodes for me. No. <laughs> Show is too good to be that. So to good. To be ending soon. Um, speaking of, uh, again on Game of Thrones note, Game of Thrones live concert experience tour has been announced. That sounds cool. That does sound very cool. I would look because the music is phenomenal. The, mu- the music is absolutely wonderful. Um, it says it will journey through 28 cities across North America with shows scheduled at famed live music venues, including Madison Square Garden, uh, the Forum in, L- in LA, Montreal, Boston, Houston, etc. Okay, so, if it does not perform at the Hollywood Bowl, that's just a missed opportunity. Well, well let's find out. I mean, it's going to be 28 state, 28 cities, so they only list a half dozen here, so we will see. All right. So that sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds very cool. What else we got? Um, Secret Life of Pets, which is a big hit in theaters. I know your kids went and saw it, and they said it was very good. I didn't. I missed it. I didn't get to go when they went. Right. I want to see it, so I'm looking forward to it coming out digitally, so I can check that out. Um, but the, their sequel is already getting a release date. Well, and that release date is. I'm guessing it's sometime in 2018. That's that's a that's a solid guess, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is going to be July yeah, 13th, July 13th, 2018. 2018. 
um, you know, anytime you get great, um, kid fair and, you know, and I'm actually more on board with kid fair having a lot more sequels because as we've seen with like how to train your dragon and despicable me, I saw ice age too. Ice age. They just run for, I mean, how long has been, has the land before time series been going? They're like on what? 20 something now. Minimum. Uh, Something like that. But uh, honestly, like, um, when I did, when I saw, uh, ice age, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, the beginning was a little weird. Right. Um, but, uh, overall the movie, the movie was good. And Ice Age is one of those ones, um, the wife and I were watching when, I, when I first met my wife. Right. It was one of the ones we used to just watch just to laugh because yeah, the sloth is funny. Yeah. And John Leguizamo like is the sloth you know? and you've got, you right. know, Ray, Ray Romano is the, the woolly mammoth. And yeah. It's so good. Anyway. Dennis Leary is the saber tooth tiger is great. <laughs> and, and, and this one has a, a bigger cast of characters um they're they're moving around a lot it's a little more fantastical there's aliens involved it's actually right. kind of it's kind of trippy weird. and weird but kind of fun at the same time right so Cause doesn't scratch go to space or something yeah yeah he ends up in space and he's actually the reason like i don't know somehow he's there when the solar system forms and like all this stuff it's you know it's a cartoon it's weird and it is weird but um but yeah man i i like the kids movies i've always loved cartoons i'm a big fan of cartoons um, I've fallen behind in my in my adult cartoons. I still watch Archer, obviously. I want to go back to BoJack Horseman. I want to I want to check out Rick and Morty and that kind of stuff. Like I love those type of things. I I, I Family Guy. Yeah, I hear Rick and Morty is hilarious. Yeah, you know Family Guy, American Dad, all those are are ones that I've always I've always watched anyway. Um, and I've fallen behind on those even too. So. Well, I'm completely caught up on Family Guy, and it's been pretty good. I'm way. Be- I mean, I, I don't think I've watched American Dad since the first season. See, and I'm I'm more up on American Dad than the other because I love that one. Anyway, uh, man, can I'll we let- tangent some more? Yeah, I'll let you do this next one because you've actually <laughs> watched this. Okay, Stranger Things is bigger than Marvel on Netflix. I hear it's phenomenal. I, okay, the best way I can explain it is this, and I think this is the way I pitched it to you, which is why I think you need to watch it. It's somewhere in between ET. Goonies and um, X Files. All right. Oh, trippy. And it's like, but it takes place. It's a, it's a period piece. It, it takes place in the eighties. Okay. Okay. Cool. And so the look, the feel, it's all eighties, right? Okay. Now the way you just said that, it just reminded me of the old cotton commercials. Okay. The look, oh. the feeling of cotton. Okay. Sorry, well, thank you. Um, but <laughs> the look and the feel of it is it's it's very eighties. Um, the best part about the show in my opinion, is the very first scene. Okay? Well, not the very first scene. The very first scene with the kids. And and you have these young actors, these right. young boys and girls that are just absolutely phenomenal. They're good, so good. 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 And, I, and I love when kid acting works, right? Yes. So that said... Well, it's like what uh, Kevin Smith has been raving about since Comic-Con about the girl from Aliens. Right. So when you see these kids for the first time, what are they doing? They're playing D and D. Nice. And they're geeks. They're kids that are they're picked on. You see, they're they're getting bullied. It's so much what what it was for me to be in school, right? Back in the day. You know, you get bullied, you like geek stuff, people pick on you. Right. Um, and you're trying to find your place in the world, right? And while at the same time, there's all this weird stuff going on. And it's very much it skirts the line. It's not necessarily horror because you're not getting you know, people torn apart and stuff right. like that. Um, there's not, and there's not too many jump things, you know, but there's some, there's some moments, but there's a creepiness factor, but at the same time, there's a mystery. There is friendship. There is, it's everything you want in a show with all of the stuff from your youth and the things that you love 
wrapped up in it. In my opinion, this this is probably one of Netflix's best shows. Oh, cool. Period. Um, yeah, I was I mentioned the American Horror Story teasers earlier, and there's actually one teaser which has a it takes place on a train tracks and it has this creepy monster sort of thing coming at you, and one is saying it looks just like the monster from Stranger Things. Yeah, is that what they're saying? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I've, so it should be interesting. Um, the monster from Stranger Things. Not to spoil anything. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. Here, like here, go up to the the. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay, so we just watched this little teaser from American Horror Story we were talking about earlier. We're uh, piggybacking on the Stranger Things conversation. Yeah, it is very similar in one way. The right. face is completely different. Right. Movement a little bit, but also the, the thing about the Stranger Things monster is you don't actually see much of it until the last episode and a half or so. Oh, okay, cool. You know, which is kind of cool. Which but, is always the best way. Yeah, and it's so good, man. It's so good. Okay. There's actually an element of um a little bit of like Weapon X a little bit in, in, oh, okay. in it as well, where it's like, you know, experimenting, you know, with children right. a little bit. That's where you get kinda, the X-Files coming. Yeah, which is kind of cool, okay. too. So anyway, not, um, to, not well, to stay on that too long. Right. So it looks like Stephen King's It um, reboot is also going to be similar to Stranger Things. Earlier today, I was posting a whole bunch of stuff to Pinterest, and I posted the most recent uh, released image of Pennywise. Yeah. No, it's terrifying. I'm, I'm out. Marshall's out. I had it up on my my pig, my. That computer at work, and he just nope. walked by, and he's like, "Nope, nope." <laughs> Here's the thing, Stephen King fan, sitting right here, not a fan of it. Started trying to read it, had to put it down. Are you are you like Joey, where whenever he reads The Shining, he always has a place in the freezer where he can shove the book? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just can't fathom watching a modern day it. It sounds terribly. Tim Curry is the original. It, it is sounds creepy. terrible. Yeah, but terrible in the way of, I just don't want to watch it. it sounds awesome. For right. people who want to see it, but anyway, moving on. Uh, moving on. Um, so we're going to talk about frequency a little bit here. We actually met yeah. the cast of Frequency at Comic Con, indeed. Um, and it, it, we there's a little article here we put in here, and it's going to talk about how the gender swap version of Frequency is going to differ from the movie, which originally uh, had uh, Andre Brower and Jim Caviezel and uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, very well done movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Garth Brooks did the theme song for it. Right, it's a good movie. Check it out. Cool, man. Um, CBS is confident that the Big Bang Theory will be renewed past season 10. Well, I mean, it went, it's still making money. It, I mean, people are tuning in in droves every week, so. And the cast wants to do it, so and, why not? And, and the cast, I mean, the cast can paid so much money. Why would they stop? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> um, Preacher, which I'm almost done with. I still have a couple episodes of the first season to go. I'm going to watch some of it today. It is the second biggest new cable drama of 2016. Nice. Um, so Doctor Who season 10 won't, uh, be Peter Cabaldi's last Says Stephen Moffat. But isn't Stephen Moffat leaving? Stephen Moffat's leaving. So what does he even have? I to don't say? understand this conversation. So here's what's happening. I, I don't I don't know where he gets off saying that. But at the same time, maybe they have decided that he was going to get to season 11 no matter what. Right. Before Stephen Moffat leaves. I think what's interesting about Doctor Who is at some point the Doctor's going to have to regenerate. Oh, absolutely. Right. And if I know for a fact he's not going to in season 10... That that just says he's going to be fine, right? Right. And so the main reason to tune in for season 10 is for the new companion. Right. Which is fine. But I don't know. We'll see what Moffat's up to. Yeah, I'm still behind. I'm still partway through season 8. Well, you better catch up. All right. Um, all right. So we're done with our news. We have three trailers we're going to watch here really quick. And uh, we'll be back in a second. So when are we going to see that? 
Let me tell you. Okay, so we just watched this Don't Breathe trailer. Let me yes. tell you what. Um, it's getting rave reviews. Wonderful news. Here's the thing. There's not a single chance of watching that movie. There's not a single part of me wants to see that movie. Uh, granted, I'm intrigued, but I'm not seeing that movie. No, you're not. That's my that's my that's my two cents. <laughs> all right, now we're gonna watch the trailer for. <laughs> that's all we have to say about it. Yep. One. It looks. Are you gonna see it? Uh, that's a new. No, I I do want to see it because mm. I do like horror movies. Um, I actually prefer watching horror movies in theaters mm. because I feel safer. If that makes sense. Yeah, because there's, there's people a, around. <laughs> there's at least twenty or thirty other people around. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. There's almost nothing scarier than watching a horror movie in living in an rv because in a house you're like okay well there's walls and foundations and everything separating in an rv there's like four inches of I'm fiberglass and steel and i i i do on some level like horror movies um i mustered up the courage to watch stuff like the ring i saw the first couple saw movies the third ring movies coming out soon too okay so uh, I, I'm not opposed to them. The wife hates them. Oh, right. Um, and that's one of the other reasons we don't watch The Walking Dead and right. stuff like that. You know, I'm not a big zombie fan anyway. But when it, when push comes comes to shove, that when I do watch a trailer like that, I'm actually kind of intrigued. I'm like, oh well, uh, yeah, I might be able to watch it. The only way I'm watching During that movie day. is I have to be sitting by myself at night and watching this movie when everybody else is asleep. There's not a single chance no, of that. That's not happening. <laughs> so it's like, and this goes back to my just fear. The reason I, I feel this way about these movies is, you know, somebody convinced me to watch the first Friday the 13th movie oh, when yeah. I, when I was a kid and it scared the crap out of, of me course. and I've never gone back, you know? So, but Blair Witch, I've watched, I've watched Saw, I've watched, um, you know, some other stuff. I've never one time gone back to Friday the 13th because nope. Right. But, um, but anyway, anyway, that's, that's my little rant. All what right. Are we watching now, now we're going to watch Arrival, which is a new alien movie and it stars Amy Adams as a linguist. Interesting. Trying to interpret alien language. That looks cool. All right. That looks really good. So we just watched Arrival. Uh, to me, it had the feel kind of almost Independence Day, but more like, um, not Independence Day. Per War se, of the Worlds, but like, yeah, what's that movie where Contact? Maybe it's kind of that movie where only one person can kind of interpret what's going on. That's very much Contact. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I thought that looked really cool. Yeah, um, I, great cast: uh, Forrest Whitaker, Jeremy Renner, Amy Adams. I'm there. Yeah. Okay, this is a fan made trailer uh, for an animated Adventures uh, of Firefly. Killing me. Just kidding. It's gonna be our last thing. You say that, but here we are. Time mates fools of us all. It's from Futurama. So, wait, is that somebody making... Yeah, it's just a fan-made trailer. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. It made me want to go... I might watch Firefly tonight. I love that series. I really do. Have you ever watched it? Uh, a few of the episodes. So what you're going to do is you're going to go home. <laughs> I have it on my computer. I just haven't watched it yet. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to go home and you're going to watch Firefly. You're going to watch the first two episodes and then tell me that at four in the morning, when you're on episode six, <laughs> that you're not going to make it to work. I'm just kidding. All right, man. So, um, I, uh, something I was going to say about this. There's something about Firefly that is amazing. And I don't know. I mean, granted, part of it's Joss Whedon, but at the same time, uh, it does something to its fans. There's a reason that there are brown coat meetups. There are right. reasons that, um, we've always wanted this to come back. 
There's reasons that Nathan Fillion is so beloved. There's a reason that Alan Tudyk is so beloved. And it's, and it's because of their characters that they played on Firefly. Right. So, um, fan made trailer or not. It looked really good. The animation was phenomenal. It was. And, you know, I, it just makes me miss Firefly. Seeing Jane with the big gun was cool. Oh, it was so cool. Uh, so if you want to support our show, patreon.com slash usual podcast, uh, a buck or two an episode, uh, you can get on this show. You could support us in all our shenanigans and we would absolutely love that. So definitely check that out. And we also, uh, you know, we love stories, you know, and if you want to get a free audiobook on us, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast, you can get a free story on us. And if you love check, movies, check out the gunslinger before it comes out and by the gods, check out the gunslinger. Yes, thank you for saying that. Check out The Gunslinger on us for free. You're welcome. There you go. Or it. Or it. No. <laughs> yeah, you could get it. You could get it. Yeah, you could. <laughs> so you see what I did there? Yeah, I do. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, well, as the house lights come up, be sure to grab your personal belongings and dispose of your empties properly. Be sure to join us next time as we review, hopefully, Jason Bourne, because I do want to go see that this week. Yep. And uh, hopefully we'll take a sneak peek at some other movies coming out this fall. Indeed. Um, I had a good time. I did, too. It was a nice, uh, fun episode. I'm waiting for my Big Lebowski reference, and here it is. Um, bones or clams or whatever you call them. <laughs> well, be sure to join us on our next episode of The Universal Usual, where we'll talk about a review of Suicide Squad. Indeed. Uh, so this is where I say have a fun. So have a fun. Have a fun. Or do you say it? You say it. We both said it. It's already been said, and now here we are after the fact. This is like one of those things I just kind of... Do as we... Okay, so I'm done. Peace.